Blog Talk Radio. Hello, and this is Jai Kerr, and it is February 25th of 2016. So welcome. So today I am trying a different format. Um, this will be the first time I've tried a, um, a shorter um, format since I began my Blog Talk Radio way back in 2007. Um, of course, with some breaks and some pauses and some, you know, pivots of focus or whatever. But the reason I thought to do so is not because I have less to say. In fact, you know, the more time goes by, the more I have to say. (laughs) I think it's one of the beauties of becoming more comfortable with yourself and realizing, you know, there's something you came to share as well as learn. But it's because everybody I know, including myself, um, is is beyond feeling compressed for free time, for available time. Um, and everybody's in information load. Um, you know, kind of the rule of thumb used to be 10 years ago you had to tell people three times before they could hear something or really kind of, you know, bring it in and process it. Um, current uh, social research is up to um, seven times that we need to hear something before we decide whether it's of use to us or not because we are all so inundated with information, have such easy access to information. And while our Western culture wants us to believe we are our minds and everything else kind of drags behind, it is not so. So I want to kind of honor what I know has uh, changed since I began the show. So I'm going to try out doing 15-minute segments um, and kind of keep them short and sweet. Um, and again, I always encourage people after um, a show, if something comes up for them, they have a question, do not hesitate to give me, um, you know, to message me. Um, you can message me through email, um, J-A-I-K-A-U-R at jaikar.com. And um, I always respond. Um, and from there, you know, we can pursue an email conversation. I can suggest you do a free consult, um, initial con- conversation um, um, session with me or initiation um, or introductory session. I call them all depending on you know how the person is coming um, and for what kind of support I can offer. But, um, but um, yes, and let me know how this works for you. Um, and I'm going to, you know, I'm learning too, but... Is I tell my children, try everything out once, um, and change is the only constant. So, so today, our um, show title is um, The Older I Get, The Less Recipes I Follow. So I'm going to read um, how I wrote this up, and then we can go from there. Our times are awash in information like never before, yet what we do with all this, in, what, what do we do with all this information? Our bodies will have their responses, which most of us tend to dismiss or mitigate, and our minds are insatiable. Yet a life well-lived is one in which we live our life, not the reflections of other people's lives. There is information never before shared, but with a privileged few, now that is available to all of us. But how do you go from having this overwhelming amount of information to wise use of the information for your purposes and your unique life? How do you go from the 10 steps to enlightenment mode of information to using the information for wise action in your own life? Um, 
And today I want to kind of focus on why. And this is, you know, for those of you who have listened to me um, over the years or even just, you know, recently, you will notice my theme tends to be when something's not working in your life, whether it's how you feel, whether it's a relationship, it's your health, my constant theme, my consistent and committed theme, because I know this from my own experience and from the many, many people I've worked with, is that it's simply a call and it's most simple, neutral, shall we say, um, meaning any challenges you have in life are really a call to go into a more intimate relationship with yourself and your soul. Um, because going outside of yourself, asking opinions, asking your friends, reading somebody's um, book, which, you know, don't get me wrong, I love books. I have, you know, I call it I, one of my communities is all my books. But I'm really clear those are other people's experiences. Those are other things that people have, have experienced and lived and found true for themselves. It might also be true for me, but it really might not also be true for me. So it's like going to a movie. Reading a book is like going to a movie. It's, it's a very pleasurable experience. There's learning always. But you walk out going, that was a movie. It's not my life. Um, this is somebody's book. It's not my life. So again... I'm not discounting inspiration and um, and support through all sorts of ways, books, movies, friends, organizational um, retreats, um, yoga classes, a walk in nature. But the things that work are when we touch our soul. Because when we touch our soul, we begin to establish a relationship with what has only us and our life purpose in mind, which is our soul. And when we learn to trust that within ourselves, and then we exercise our courage for living what we learn within ourselves, then you begin to be consistent in how you know to call on happiness, how to call on joy, how to call on peace of mind, how to call on how do you respond to what challenges you. So... um. That is my consistent theme because it is my experience and the people I have worked with have found it while often skeptical. And, you know, I appreciate people being honest and I appreciate skepticism. I don't want people to basically put me in a position of more authority than themselves. But what I do offer people is an experience of try this out. You know, um, because a lot of what I ask people to try out is are things they haven't had access to or experience with or even, you know, know about. I've, I have because I have the gift of, you know, in my 20s having health issues that I, you know, forced me to go outside of my comfort zone and my box and, you know, what I knew to be true. Um, and, you know, it wasn't always fun and I didn't understand its purpose. But in the end, its purpose was so I could... You know, being one of the most skeptical people I know, come into skepticism balanced with my own experience. So, um, and the title, The Older I Get, The Less Recipes I Follow, I very purposely, I thought of this the other day, because I used to be one of those people, and because um, I love good food, I love a variety of food, um, and I love to cook. So one of the things I realized is I used to, in my 30s and 40s, I would just, you know, I'd, I'd find anywhere I was that there was a recipe, I would tear it out. 
and I'd put it in the pile on top of all my um, you know, recipe um, books in the kitchen. And I was like, oh, i got to try that out. Oh, i got to try that out. Oh, that sounds like, you know, wonderful, wonderful. Well, <laughs> something I did during one of our recent snowstorms is I sat down with this, you know, I measured it actually, um, 15-inch pile of ripped out, cut out recipes, um, dishes to try from years. The truth is, as I got into cooking more and trying different ethnic and and uh, regional um, dishes more and more, I would try a recipe once, I would figure out what I didn't like about it or I liked about it, and then the next time, maybe the third time I tried that recipe, I wouldn't go back to the recipe. I'd go, oh yeah, I like that, but how I like it is I like this. Or, oh, last time I tried this, let me try this. And so what I realized is I tackled this 15-inch pile of paper from literally 10 years of cutting out recipes, ripping out from the newspaper, magazines, you know, recipes I even asked for from other people after tasting their dish, was not that I don't want to be curious and open to new, but that I'm balancing at this stage of life, um, and this is what I call the sovereignty years or the legacy years, it's when I've gone through those first 30 years, which is, you know, being born into a human existence, coming through a family line, really two family lines, parents, both parents' lines, um, being brought up with, um, you know, rules and beliefs and behaviors that are um, clearly the family norms, pushing back from that, if you're fortunate, you, you know, you separate from that, you individuate from that. And and so that first 30 years is really kind of your birth, growth, beginning of individuation. The second 30 years is where you begin to have real experiences that you begin to claim. You You don't dismiss them as, well, that's what happened when I was growing up or in my family, so I'm going to you know, not own that, not be responsible for it, not feel entitled to make choices. So that's my family experience, so be it. Second 30 years is your experience. Um, it's intimately yours. You're making the choices. You're the one who's who's now resting on your own power and learning what power is for you and how to exercise it and, and how to be responsible to it. The legacy years are those third, that third phase of life when you've got both your family, um, you know, kind of the family experience, you have your individuation and, um, you know, kind of your own experience. And now the third time of life, third part of life is wanting, is asking you to individuate even further, to claiming what is true for you, to live what is true for you, to be what is uniquely you. And so, like I was saying about the recipes, it's not that I don't appreciate recipes, but now for me, they're places to jump off of, or they're places to say, eh, you know, when I went through that 15 inches of (laughs) pulled out recipes, I think I saved maybe a dozen. Because I would look at a recipe and go, I'm never going to do it. And not that I give myself... Uh, of it too small of a box. I'm very generous with what my expectations are of my, you know, willingness to try something. But I was, I was clear. No, I'm not going to do that. If I want that, I'm actually probably going to go to this great restaurant I know, or I know this friend who makes a wicked version of that. 
and that's how I'm going to use my time. That's how I'm going to use my choice. Is anything unretrievable? No. If I, five years from now, go, oh, geez, I really wanted that margarita recipe I threw away. Bad me, bad me. I don't do that much anymore. I go, oh, cool, re- cool margarita recipe. I ask for it or I Google it or, you know, somehow I can pull up from this plethora of information that we are all immersed in a way to to recreate something that I may or may not want down the road. In the meantime, it liberates me from looking at that pile of 15 inches going, ugh, uh, you know, I should or I feel badly that I haven't made a new recipe this month or whatever. And I'm more like, you know, free it up. And now that it's 10 years later, let's see what wants to come back. Um, and that is the other thing. Um, and I, I have an 18-year-old who's my youngest. We often talk about that. I'll say, you know, for now this is true or for now that's what you're doing. Or, yeah, I, you know, that can feel frustrating that you're not doing that now. But wait, the future holds it for you. It's a, it's an understanding and it's a commitment and it's a willingness to receive that life is dynamic. And at this stage, my third stage of life, my third chapter of life, my sovereign and mature stage of life, I get to just be really competent and happy with who I am. Don't need other people to tell me how to do something. I may ask. Again, you know, I'm very big on community, but in the end, I have to own it. I have to be willing to be the smartest person in my own life. So I'm going to leave you with that. I'm going to ask you to think about where is it that you still struggle to both trust that life will bring you what you need, and if you haven't, if you let go of a choice that maybe you now regret, you can always reinvite that choice in. So I'm going to leave you with that. And number two, just to kind of assess your life where you are not allowing the creativity, the wonder, the, the, the abundance of life to reach you because of regret, shame, clutter, um, or insecurity about living what you know to be true or what makes you, you know, what, what makes you feel alive. Very important. And let's, I'm, I think I'm going to talk about that next um, show. How essential it is that you feed your spirit in a world that can feel very, very heavy. It's essential. Your spirit has everything you need. Your soul and spirit will always serve your happiness and your inner peace. But again, back to my theme, <laughs> that's your job to establish a relationship with. So bye for now. and. You know, love to hear your comments about is this a better way for you to just get a, a nugget and move on into um, enjoying the nugget. I will be back in two weeks. Take care. Blessings. <laughs>